Oi! Hello, everybody. If you heard me right now, it's just me, Lindsay Rogers, with a crazy accent, and it's time for a Christmas story of pro wrestling. Let's begin, shall we? Let's do pro wrestling vlog podcast episode number thirty-nine. Let's begin, shall we? It was a few days before Christmas and all through the arena. Uh, everybody was going crazy because Kyle Riley just showed up in all elite wrestling. Yes, to say the least, I don't know why. Because Kyle you know, feels much happier. Of course, the East stands are going to cry out foul, saying he'll be mid Ed, all around. Well, guess what? To say the least, Kyle is already happy where he's at. And don't you dare say they are mid. The only thing, sadly enough, is missing someone uh, in the form of Roderick Strong. He's still in the E. What's the E means? D-D-E, y'all. <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly is gladly joining the elite. Elite wrestling, but question is, is he gonna be with the elite? Who knows about that? Because nobody knows. <laughs> so, if you guys are wondering why, what's the crazy Christmas conundrum situation? Um, I just wanted to t- do it like a Christmas style because. Just to say that it was a few days before Christmas and Kyle Raleigh just showed up. Apparently, Toy Khan says, welcoming him to All Elite Wrestling. And I know what you guys are saying. Why is Kyle Raleigh joining All Elite Wrestling? Well, it's because he, his friends are there. You know, Bobby Fish, Ish, Adam Cole. It's actually not just the reuniting of the Undisputed Era, but also the return of the Red. Of uh, Red Dragon. Yep. <laughs> okay. So I was going to. I'm going to tell you guys about something. Since today is something very, very important. As you guys know, this is the day after Christmas. To so those who are celebrating outside of the United States, it's known as Boxing Day. But in the pro wrestling community, we like to call it as. as Brody Lee Day. And I know most of you guys are going to yell at me and say, that's not a national holiday. Bruh, it's a memory. Hey, if you guys didn't know, um, this is the reason why I, I, part of the reason why I kind of started up about this podcast is to express how I felt. And apparently, um, it's been over a year since Brody. Lee's passing, or Mr. Brody Lee, as he was last known when he was in AEW. And when I first started this podcast, um, when did I start this? Early this year, way early this year. Um, let me see here. Uh, let's see. Sort this. Uh, I date. Yeah, I started did to do the intro on January 7th. 30th, but I officially started the first episode on January 16th. So, we'll so I'll go celebrate that for the, uh, for the, uh, whole entire year since I've been doing this podcast. And, you know, it's kind of crazy. But before you all get annoyed with me, yeah, I know this is kind of crazy, but the reason why I started this podcast was to talk about my expression and to those who, you know, who ended up passing away, like Brody Lee. And and, uh, and I haven't had a chance to talk about this this and 
you know, ever since his ever since his passing, it was just really crazy, um, to say the least. And anyway, so apparently, uh, all Elite Wrestling's uh Instagram account is sharing a lot of memories about uh, Brody, about Brody Lee, in his time, him being in. AEW when he was first started appearing when he first started to show up up on March 18th in 2020 to his his match against uh Cody Rhodes his was his final match actually of his whole entire pro wrestling career now I would say that there are some crazy things I like to talk about, but one in specifically is a match he had against uh, when when he was in uh, WWE, and then I'll talk about the match that, about his match against Cody Rhodes. This match has actually happened in WWE NXT, and was when he was wrestling as Luke Harper. And I remember it was Brody Lee against uh, Chris Hero. And I know what you guys are saying, what can you prefer to call them what they were in WWE? I'm like, it's too corny, okay? <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, um... Uh, <laughs> anyway... What happened was, I found out that there there was going to be a match happening on NXT. And around that time, um, there was this uh, kind of video, short video. This is way before the existence of of TikTok, okay? This was a, an, a uh, video service called Tout. And, oi... Duddy has co- they were trying to experiment. I ended up going on there and I think I ended up watching both both Brody Lee's and Chris Hero's promos and and there was our there was slightly a small confrontation I did see that. Actually yeah, it was Chris cutting a promo on Brody and I think Brody showed up <laughs> kind of scaring him. And all just remembering seeing both Brody and Chris with their dang long beards and they're looking at Steve out or something. And I know they end up wrestling against each other and I think Brody kicked his butt. <laughs> The only thing I just remember is is that is the pro is the promos and because the only thing I was focusing on at that time was Chris Hero, and sure enough, I rem uh, and of course as for Brody, he was he was when he, it was around the time he was, I think he was just as as part of the uh, Wyatt family, Lee. I think this is sometime around 2012 or actually no was it when he was still when he became part of wait a minute I just gotta look this up when did the what it's like I'm sorry it's a little crazy I'm talking about this right now <laughs> uh hang on Okay, let's see here. I just had to look this up when he... When he... Yes, okay, so yeah, it happened in 2012. Yeah, because I remember it was sometime around 2012. Of when this match was going down on NXT. And I remember that Brody wrestled against uh, Chris, and it was kind of crazy to say the least. Um, but I, but it's also I remember was those two guys in their long beards, and I remember Brody's you know look gone head dressed up, up, up like he's you know he's already part of the Wyatt family and. Chris is in his ring gear that, you know, that he had that was customized for him when he was in WWE. 
and uh, on the NXT roster. And the only thing, I, I'm sorry if Mendes listened to this, I'm very sorry. Like, all I remember about your husband was he almost looked like he did not. I know he was, it almost feels like, he, you know, he's supposed to be, you know, part of this family. It almost looked like his shirts were not washed or something. I don't know. I don't know if that was true or not, but it almost like he was like, <laughs> I don't know, so weird. And of course, for Chris Heroes, like, all I see him is not, like, if you look at him back then, he was like, like, <laughs> He was, he was, he looked a little bit thin, a little muscular, but, I mean, he didn't cross the, cross the 200. I, cause actually, I think when he was interviewed by, uh, Colt Cabana on the Art of Wrestling with Colt Cabana, I know people are going to get mad at me and say, why are you talking about another podcast, Lindsay? Well, it's actually because, um. I'm just trying to get out some information I recalled, okay? And I think what I remember was when I was listening to the Art of Wrestling with Colt Cabana, I remember hearing Chris Harrell saying that he was at his lowest was, like, at least 210. I mean, he was, like, ready to be part of the Cruiserweight division. <laughs> oh, the only thing is his his height. But, you know, if you look at him now, he's, like, different. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Chris is like this. And, you know, like, when he was cutting a promo on Brody Lee, it's like, he was, like, looking good. Then, of course, I don't know, Chris being heavy again, it was, like, reclaiming the old days of IWA Mid-South. Good grief. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, that was one thing I remember. And then, of course, there was the uh, uh, Brody Lee-Cody Rhodes match happened in AEW. Because what happened was, um, around that time, I think, what was what? Hang on. I mean... Brody was had debuted in AEW just like I believe almost yeah it was about a year ago and I think what happened was um it was that it was this uh he had an opportunity of a match against Cody Rhodes, and it was really kind of tense, to say the least. So, hmm. <laughs> now, I th yeah, because I remember Cody just won the. Um, I just won the title, and then he won the championship, and then uh, he was challenged by, uh, uh, then of course he got challenged by the one and only Mr. Brody Lee, and, and he beat him, um, um. And then it lasted until in October during the uh the uh dynamite uh Chris Jericho thirtieth anniversary celebration, which was a dog collar match match and that and of course that's when Cody had his name had gotten his uh his legal name his uh last name back act from WWE at that time. Because because of it. And when I heard that Cody was going to be wrestling under his... It was allowed to be wrestling as Cody Rhodes again. Because around that time, he was wrestling as just Cody until he had the chance to get the last name Rhodes 
it's from uh from WWE. Even though I was so angry, it was like why couldn't Cody be Cody Rhodes? I mean, his brother, his half brother, and his wife were allowed to be called uh were allowed to use the Rhodes name, but not Cody. So it took. But yeah, but it's actually because Duddy had the trademark for it. Right. And it took and it was a war for Cody to get get his to get it from Duddy. And of course they end up surrendering the trademark because it should have been in the hands of Cody Rhodes to begin with. I mean, sure enough, Duddy shouldn't have that whole that long but anyway so and to be honest with you it was really kind of weird to seeing Cody in uh in um uh blonde hair and I know I get it because of his father I mean his brother had is still has the blonde hair as well but but until he went to wrestle against Brody for the title, I was like, is there a reason why Cody had to do that? But when he went to get the title belt back off of uh, Mr. Brody Lee they uh, in a dog collar match, he dyed his hair back to black. And they went at each other like crazy. And even though I should say now that Cody's now back as being the TNT championship, and that's probably because of because of Brody, since it's been a whole year since Brody Lee's passing, I guess you could say. Anyway. Either way, all I just want to say that um, Brody and Brody's match against Cody when he beat him and then when he lost it to Cody, it was like a really good match, I would say. And even though it was crazy when Brody won, but it was a little more crazier. And which, by the way, if you guys want to know, that is def that. Um, that was the last time, uh, that was the last match that Brody had. And they were, and I guess there was, even though if you guys haven't heard about me, my take on read of, uh, Amanda Huber's, uh, entry, uh, a, of this whole entire story of, about her, uh, husband and, in the Players' Tribune. I mean, you definitely should listen to it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All I'm just going to say is about what happened is for uh this whole entire day of dealing with stuff to see what happened and especially for Brody the I mean I mean there are a lot of videos out there him wrestling in um in different wrestling promotions since and of course his time in WWE and AEW, you, I'm pretty sure it's out there on social media and stuff like, and you know, and and even though, oh, oh, I guess that bringing the dark order, or to have somebody in the leadership in Mister Brody Lee, and then hopefully for someone to continue probably the legacy, as. Uh, Probably, a, uh, Brody Brody Huber, when he becomes the uh, when he gets old enough and 
when he becomes a wrestler and and you know and if he takes the wise opportunity um I'm not just saying but if he does I mean he may continue on the leadership of the dark order I mean it's it'll probably still be going on I know most of you guys say it. there's no way that the like the dark order should be dissolved it shouldn't be I mean, it was, even though, I will be honest with you, the whole entire Dark Order legacy just started when it was actually Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. But to have leadership evolved into the hands of Bro Lee, I get it. I mean, because it's, even though, actually, to tell you, you know, you that everybody in the dark order has been wrestled at least in the independent scene in because that's what the dark order is all about i mean every wrestler or including mr Brody lee has been wrestled held in the independent scene because it's what they are i mean there are a lot of stables out there there, there but Specifically, the Dark Order is, you know, mostly a, a wrestlers who had losing streak, who also wrestled in the independent scene. And, you know, they definitely deserve to be shine. Right? And even though they're, even though now they could at least have a trust and faith in Adam Page, Page. Which, by the way, he's such a proud papa. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess you know. <laughs> um, I believe it's 100% true, but I think Adam. I think Adam Page is a really proud papa. <laughs> Let me just go see. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh boy. Hmm. <laughs> So, yep. <laughs> so here's to so uh, here's to here's to uh, everybody in the dark order, especially to uh, Adam Page. Even though even though I even though there are those who definitely deserve much as to say the least. And you know And I guess I can say this, that, you know, I guess I am really happy for everybody. So anyway, guys, that's all I'm about to say about that part. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, by the way, one thing. I don't know if any of you guys are kind of fitness freaks and also like Plum Pro Wrestling. <laughs> Apparently, if you guys don't know, um, I do, I shouldn't mention this into this, but I was mostly focusing about Brody Lee, but, uh, Dead Boy Fitness, um, it's a Instagram account run by, and it's mostly, it's a Instagram account shared by, uh, both for, uh, Seth Rollins and, uh, his, uh, 
his, uh, I guess you could say his trainer and friend, Josh Gallows, otherwise known as Joshy G. He, anyway, a, they, anyway, it was posted in, um, on their Instagram account. Uh, it's called, uh, well, the Brody Workout. And if you guys don't know about Dead Boy Fitness, uh, Seth Rollins is a huge fitness buff. And even though I know he has been wrestling for a, quite a while, Duddy Wise, Ring of Honor Wise, and I think he did wrestle in the independent scene as well. Uh, just don't get mad at me. Anyway, he and he posted in a video about a workout. It's called, and it's always, and everybody has to do this on, on uh, the day that he passed away, December 26th. And it says, and according to this post, it says here, Brody 2021. This workout is dedicated to our friend John Huber, a.k.a. Brody Lee. Brody was an amazing person who loved to roast his friends, lift heavy, watch his Leafs play hockey, and of course, he loved professional wrestling. More than anything, he loved his family. And this is here, Brody, as it follows. And it says four rounds, rounds, 12 deadlifts, 26 push-ups, and it says here for the men, 28 calories on a bike and 15 for the women and for a bike. And then it says after four rounds, complete the workout with one single burpee. He hated burpees and after completing all all that he would be PO'd if he had to complete a burpee. <laughs> and then, of course, it, they also said here, this, the prescribed rate for the deadlift is 225 pounds for men, 155 pounds for women. You can always go lighter if needed be. And then also says, if you in for an extra challenge, make those weights heavy. Be, and I guess they have the recommendations, and it says we love you, Brody. Anyway, the video is actually a Seth Rollins talking, and 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 he's has and he's and behind the background of the video is is a uh, Brody, he, and there's also some videos and some pictures like what. Uh, there was like a picture of Brody doing the weights, it's and you know I'm and I will say this. I mean Seth Rollins is a really a nice dude. To thinking about uh, Brody, actually there are all others as well, but uh, you know I really do want to mention about this. This and by the way. Um, not only because of that, is also because, I mean, if you guys want to check it out, it's about, not just fitness, but also there's some shenanigans going on, especially there's some stuff like what, uh, what, uh, like Seth Rollins is doing. Like, for instance, he had a, he had a little fight against his own wife, a uh, <laughs> Becky Lynch. <laughs> and it's really kind of funny and whatnot. Anyway, so, yeah. So. <laughs> anyway. A, um, I know this is really really crazy, but anyway, I also want to, I don't know if I can find it. Okay. Yep. Here we go. I also want to share you this story that, uh, Biggie posted, and this is what he said. One year ago today, John Huber 
one of my best friends on earth, passed away. I still have a dozen things I want to text him every day. I still remember the way he would type out in laughter and text. Ha ha ha. I still have the play-by-play of his son's amateur wrestling performance in my phone as John anxiously and proudly watched on. The dream of driving 15 minutes to his Tampa house for Sunday dinners when we retire still lingers. They, there will still n- never be anyone to fill his shoes. As painfully tragic as this has been, there's so much good to reflect on. I'm so grateful that so many people have made a commitment to keeping John's memory alive. I'm so glad he enriched the lives of so many people in and out of this profession. Brody, he was always Brody to me. The last we shared air far surpassed the tears I shed over you. I hope we all continue to honor you in the way you deserve. I still miss you and will always love you, my friend. And that is from Big E. And all I'm just going to say is you're still part, you are part of this family no matter what, Brody. I mean, Big E. No matter what. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, it was really so touching. Anyway, if you didn't know that uh, Big E's uh, winning the, uh, winning the, uh, Uh, the Daddy Championship was for for uh, Brody, and sure enough, I'm, it really makes me kind of happy that you know that he does that. <laughs> uh, even though he's, even though I will say this, you know, for wrestlers. That the independent scene and for us and even wrestlers and <sighs> who knew about Brody and of course there's and as for those who know him the most, his friends and 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 the family he has had, you know, it makes me glad. <laughs> I just really wanted to mention that because, you know, because, you know, Seth Rollins. <laughs> and before they all get mad at me, just understand, I do want to talk about that because, you know, this is, uh, you know, this is how it is for, you know, people like Seth Rollins. And big E to talk about Brody and you know and you know that's all I just want to mention about okay I did not want to speculate this as much but I guess this has been trending now on Twitter but according to this tra- trending thing page. It says here, Marcus Crane. Professional wrestler Marcus Crane had passed away at age 33, according to AAW Wrestling. And this is the tweet. We are saddened to learn the passing of former AAW Tag Team Champion Marcus Crane. Our condolences go out to his family and friends during this difficult time. Um... It's it's sad, but I don't know what happened, but please do not get mad at me. Um, I had no idea, and, and actually I wasn't sure because I saw somebody share this on uh, Instagram, but... This is a very sad thing. Um... And I I guess this is really sad. And I guess... Surprise, it's trending. Anyway, here's a tweet from IWA Mid-South. They said here, 
I know he meant South Russell. I like to send a condolence and love for the family and friends, friends and fans of Marcus Crane. We were lucky to have Marcus as part of our extended family from 2009 to 2018. He will be missed on all of us here at Idaho Mid South. Rest easy, Marcus. It's really kind of sad. Of course, uh, Kevin Gill who tweeted out saying, I have a million pictures of Marcus Crane. I took photos of him every time I saw, which is unusual for me. Pixel of him alone with me, with friends, and he needs to have a spell check. Like, his spirit and energy and kindness were all, were, and, and will remain unmatched, but these pictures don't help me. And I see he shares one of, and with, I guess that's, yo, is that gang, well, oh boy. So, yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, Chief Zucker tweeted out, my condolences to the family and friends who lost someone very special to them um, today. Rest in power, Marcus Crane. Masa, Masa, NASA, uh, who is part of, uh, who has been part of being the elite, it had tweeted out this, as saying, rest in peace, Marcus Crane, and crying emoji, and there's a picture of the two of them together. Oh, jeez. <coughs> I wonder how many people, I mean, wrestlers, as NASA knows, Jeez. <laughs> uh, King Sup and Co. tweeted out, says, Marcus Crane was such a sweet heart of a person. Rest in power, friend. And there's a lot of people who tweeted out. Um, it's really sad uh, this is happening. Even though some of these, even though this tweet says that he that he was thirty two years old, some say he's thirty three. I don't know how old he was, but please don't get mad at me. But <laughs> it's sad. Kate sits seat says he's thirty three. Some say it's thirty two, but I think he's thirty three. It's sad. Uh. So, yeah, it's a really sad thing happening. Oh, oh, wait, what? Hold up. <laughs> I smell shady stuff going on here. Two tweets sent it out the same time. So is Neo News and Red Roads. Um, how the heck are they covering this? Oh, Game Changer Wrestling. Yikes, even though I find it too shady. I'm gonna put this as, uh, Sisters of Land. The brain injury? Where did they come up with that? There, there was no, there was no report about this. So, whoa, jeez, what the heck? No. Oh, holy crud. Uh, wow. Somebody just... One, two, three, four, five WordPress websites. It's so shitty. They're all the same. Oh, my word. I might as well report them as... Uh, 
I'm just going to say that. Um, I don't know what happened to him, but, geez, I'm starting to see these websites. They're repeating the same thing, but they're under different websites. And I'm just going to report them all as suspicious and suspicious site. Because, geez, this is actually disgusting. Good lord. Ugh. If you guys are checking out, uh, if you see him trending, um, just if you see these WordPresses, just report it as spam, because this is really disturbing, and, and I'm surprised that nobody has picked this up, and I'm glad I have. Wait. Nope. Nope. Or this tree's suspicious as Yeah, this is really disturbing. It's like fishing. Um, I do apologize. I mean, I'm sorry that uh, somebody's using WordPress and using different multiple Twitter accounts to spread crap. So, yeah, I don't know. Whoa! What? Uh, no, that's... Whoa, MSN, why do you care? Ah, crud. I'm gonna put this as misleading. Okay, and of course, what the heck... Why is somebody spreading about this information about somebody's money? Ay, ay, ay. Now they're talking about the... Listen, for anybody who's listening to my podcast, I'm just saying this. If you see anything that is talking about... Um... Really? Are they nuts? Um, listen, I do apologize. If you see anybody who is spreading information about uh, somebody's net worth, just report it as uh, suspicious or spam. And includes a potentially harmful malicious or phishing site. That's what's going on here. Um, I'm, I'm disgusted by this. Eh? Oh, heck no. Yeah, yeah, this is a yikes. Um, they're, they're talking about his net worth and, uh, oh. Yeah, so and if anybody who sees them, see anybody, anybody who passes away about, they're talking about net worth, earth, what caused the injury, just please, for the sake of this, report this as suspicious or spam. If this is about for any wrestler, uh, report this as suspicious or spam, and it includes a link to a potentially harmful or malicious or efficient site. Somebody is using multiple Twitter accounts and trying to get, spread this information badly enough and trying to scam a lot of people. Just, just click it, and it's not worth it. I'm just saying this because there are a lot of people who are trying to seek out or out. They're trying to clickbait links. And by the way, if you guys who want to know what trusting uh, websites, highly recommend Cage Side Seats, uh, Fightful, all. Anybody who's promoting this, especially in Spanish, and if they're not trustworthy, like I said, like 
8K6 Fightful just reported that immediately as like potentially harm malicious or vicious after you report it as uh, suspicious or spreading spam because there are just clickbaiting and desperate for money and we need to get rid of this kind of crap. And listen, I do apologize for anybody who's hearing me right now, but this is this is disturbing. Dang. What is Republic? Yeah, this is this is nothing have to do with pro wrestling immediately for some reason. Republic needs to go. This is just spreading mis eating information and they're not worthy news. So is uh notorious cool oh I'm just reporting it. Thank God. The pro wrestling community does not need this garbage. Yeah, and here's another one. Definitely for a vicious to spreading spin and link into a malicious fishing website. Because they're a bunch of bots. The sun? The sun can go away. I was sharing that they also should be ashamed. I'm sorry, this is really garbage. Oh, somebody's promoting Effie. That's fine. And, and I guess Effie knows him. But anybody who... So, like I said before, if you guys are listening to me, it's sad about what's going on. And if you guys want to know reliable sources, if it first is coming from any wrestling promotion, either if it's A-A-W, A-I-W, you, uh, either way Mid-South, uh, or St. Louis Anarchy, or any other wrestling promotions that I will know about, just trust them first. And if you want to double check, check with Cage Side, Fightful. And there is another website. I, I there was once belong used to be belonged to Ryan Satin and I forget what's it now, but I'm finding it's disturbing. It's now somebody's coming to some blogs, but and also check with my podcast test. Because of this, because I'm finding this is really disgusting that there are websites are trying to click. Oh, jeez, comic book, go away! Really, this you you have no right hey, to tweet this. Although I'll let that slide, they do talk about pro wrestling. Also, Web is Jericho. I will allow that to be passed. Now, before you guys are mad at me saying, what is Web of Jericho? It's Chris Jericho's website. I, and I am allowing to let them... To, I'm not going to block them. They definitely deserve to be acknowledged. Which, but like I said, if you guys want to know, just, I'll just hear me out. <sighs> Yeah. Yeah, this needs to go. I'm just reporting accounts that are not part of the pro wrestling community. Okay, so here's a tweet from Game Changing Wrestling. Because this is officially a... um, and it should be following them. I mean, it should have no notifications on for them. It says here, according to Game Changer Wrestling, this is wrestling. The tweet says, "Wrestling Pete Marcus will miss you." 
According to the Twitter account, it says here, with sadness, GCW mourns the loss of Marcus Crane. As a performer, Marcus and the spirit of GCW. He was an underdog and an outlaw. He was a fearless in the ring and determined to succeed against all the odds. He played a major role in GCW's early success as and was part of the heart and soul of our roster from day one. Marcus was passionate about GCW and deathmatch wrestling. We were proud to have him and represent GCW Corrigan Hall during our Noggle tour of Japan. In 2019, Marcus suffered a traumatic brain injury that nearly took his life. We all, in all inspired but not surprised he, as he made a miraculous recovery worked hardly to make his eventual return to running. Most recently, Marcus returned to his home returned home to his family with a Commitment to focus his energy towards a healthier lifestyle. He celebrated a series of milestones in as in Sabri, which he was proud to show off, and let left us all excited for his future. As a friend, Marcus was the care was caring and loyal. He was quick to smile or bring a smile to your face. We were all lucky to know him. Rest in peace, Marcus. We will miss you. The heart and it says G C W. So. Yes, like I said before, and I'm going to say this again, trust the... Pr if this information is coming from anybody who... It, this is dealing with pro wrestling, either if it's independent promo wrestling promotions or wrestling companies like AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, or even New Japan Pro Wrestling. Understand... And where this is coming from, and second of all, go to the news sources like Cade Side Seat, and Fightful, and even uh, Web is Jericho. <sighs> I can't remember the other web name, other place, but anyway, that's all I'm just gonna let you guys know about because, um. Because this is really disturbing that I had seen this. <laughs> so, yes. And I will promise you guys I'll make a YouTube video about this on my channel, the Pro the uh, Wrestling Fan Blog. Okay? Okay. Thank you for, li for this. <laughs> So, apparently, uh, before I one wrap this up, I just want to share this weird situation. Um, I guess what's going on is Eric Bischoff ended up crashing the wedding of of uh Maurice East and the Miss Wedding, according to Ross. Like it says here, entrepreneur Eric Bischoff made an appearance for Maurice and the Mrs. Wedding Val Renewals on e Money Night Raw. So, I guess what happened was Eric Bischoff uh, crashed uh, the wedding. And So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I guess Twitter's gone crazy about this. Now, if you guys didn't know, there was a reference. Oh, my word. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, <laughs> so, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys don't know the story about Eric Bischoff, he crashes, uh, he ended up had a case of crashing weddings, but it's very weird that he's in this segment. And, geez, it looks like he's getting more wider than before. 
I'll talk about his hair. Like, if you guys don't know, um, Eric Bischoff had black hair until it was revealed that he had, uh, gray. Now it's all white. So... <laughs> so, I, uh, so... Of course, somebody shared on Twitter said, It was nice to be part of the of Ms. and Maurice's when we were in the wedding vows, but I, that I knew, do spell it's not new, not new as in this is new. It's K N E W. Jeez, good grief. But I knew it was going to end that lol oh, at edge. Also, well, great to see Eric Bischoff. Uh, so, I guess Ed showed up credit. It looks like, from a photo, it looks like... Oof. I don't know. It looks like he just ruined it. But, yeah, it looks like it looks like Eric Bischoff is, like, getting... His hair is more white right, than it was when he had gray hair. And I find it so weird. <laughs> <laughs> so my thoughts about this is <laughs> why is he there and why does he look like he's been why he looks so much more is he getting wait is he really getting that old oh crud and he's still and he still looks in, he's like he has he's like has his white hair but is he getting that old, very old Hey, let me look this up. I'm, I, I need to laugh for a little bit. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, he's getting there. He's about, what, 66 years old? <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Yeah, it looks like he's getting more whiter than before. Oh, look, he's on Twitter. Hmm. Not to mention, I guess, from what I'm Sorry to say that. I guess his son's doing well as well. <laughs> the good grief. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I'm very... It's very funny that I have to hear about this. Alright, guys. That's about it. <laughs> anyway, guys. Thank you all for listening to this podcast. And listen, I do apologize when I was looking through the Marcus Crane situation. Apparently, there was a bunch of fake websites that are mostly WordPress that you want to want you to uh, have your curious by clicking, tapping, or clicking their link. And I have a bad feeling. I don't know why, because there was been tweeted out, uh, like at the very same time, which is telling me that there might be, even though they have, like, different links, I mean, different addresses, it's probably going to link to somewhere else. It could be also could set you guys up to a trap to download a virus. And I do apologize for that. But what happened is, when I see there are multiple tweets at the very same time repeating the same thing, I get very suspicious. And this is really ridiculous. And to say things like, what co- what, what caused him to ha- pass away? Hey, it's none of anybody's concern. And also, talking about their network is really kind of creepy. Also, what the heck is MSNBC, sorry, MSN and Latino website? Why do they... Why are they tweeting about something that's nothing have to do with I don't know Latino com Latino Latina community? They, um, 
That's what I like to know. It's like, it's, it's, it's very weird. And there are some other websites who are also talking about this. That nothing have to deal with what they're covering. But for those WordPress, um, the, these Twitter accounts that just like repeatedly sent out at the very same time, that's very something you need to be careful of. As um warning to anybody who goes ahead and clicks it because that is very dangerous and for those who are and for those them targeting the pro wrestling community that's very much disgusting. So if you do come across that if you're searching for any if you if any wrestler's name is trending and because they pass away, um just really report it as suspicious or spam and just like report it as as a link to misleading and or malicious because I I'm just saying this as for the pro wrestling community. I'm warning you guys to be careful oh, when you go on there because it's really ridiculous. And I'm just looking out for everybody. Alright? So anyway, guys, thank you all for listening to this podcast. Um, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you do, please uh, support the podcast. Share it with everybody. Because the more listeners we have, it the better. And also make sure to... I don't know, I'm going to still try to figure out how to promote this This also to my website. Um, to my YouTube channels and stuff. But anyway, thank you all for listening. I'll see you soon. Until then. Bye.